Hey bosses, before we get started, let me tell you about this week's sponsor, Shopify. If you want an easy to use, beautiful solution to create online stores, go to shopify.com slash johnnyfd and get a free 90 day trial. That's three months free of Shopify at shopify.com slash johnnyfd. Welcome to the Travel Like a Boss podcast, where we interview location independent entrepreneurs that travel the world like a boss by being their own boss. Here's your host, Johnny FD. Hey bosses, this is Johnny FD and welcome to part two of the very special coronavirus COVID-19 quarantine special from around the world. Last week we had on seven different digital nomads from around the world sharing their stories on their experiences during this worldwide pandemic and lockdown. If they've been able to continue working online, earning money online, how their travel plans have changed, where they're currently at, what the situation is and what they're grateful for. So lots of great content. People love the episode so much and it's two weeks later we're still under quarantine and 10 more people have sent in voice clips so let's play some of them and let's discuss hey my name is vincent and i'm an australian um i'm a dual citizen australian irish and right now i'm in the northern colombian city of santa marta it's a bit of a a a random city and i ended up here pretty uh by accident but i'm very very happy that i am here because i'm staying uh in a, a huge hostel complex this place is absolutely massive there's only two other guests around here and um, I've got so much room to to work and to roam Uh, there's a TV room there's a pool table there's a restaurant there's a bar Uh, I'm stocked up and uh, really I don't ever feel like leaving so quarantine or not like I'm pretty comfortable here I'm continuing to work right now I was very lucky Uh, this last month I changed jobs and I'm a a complete digital nomad now so thank you Johnny FD I've always been uh, a wonderful one foot in, one foot out. I'm a travel filmmaker, and uh, I've always been listening to your podcast and uh, been uh, touting with the idea. Even though I travel a lot for work, I've always needed to be somewhere, but now uh, I took the leap and have gone completely full digital nomad, and in just the right timing because... Um, Uh, I actually quit a job that was based in Spain, so I would not have wanted to go back to Spain um, anytime soon because the situation is looking pretty dire right now. They had sent me all the way down to Panama City um, on a on a boat to film uh, for some documentary, but I jumped ship just in time, literally jumped ship, and uh, made it down to Colombia. I recently got a new job, um, video editing online, making Facebook ads completely remote. The entire team is completely remote. Uh, and so this company doesn't seem to be too affected by the whole worldwide situation, which is fantastic. Yeah, it's come at just the right time, and that's what I'm grateful for, I guess, is the timing. Uh, like, my days are filled up. I'm really, really busy. I'm just, you know, working out, learning Spanish, and working, pretty much. Uh, really loving the change of pace and change of lifestyle. Um, I was even on the news in Colombia um, because uh, I said in the news in Australia that I was pretty happy to stick around in Colombia and not return home. And the Colombians were pretty happy that um, they, uh, that some foreigners were feeling like it was pretty safe to stay in Colombia. Um, thanks for everything, Johnny. I'm a big fan. Um, I'll see you around. Muchas gracias, Vincent, in Colombia. Thanks so much for sending that in. I love hearing from people in different parts of the world, especially in smaller cities that don't normally have as many expats or nomads. I actually have a couple friends in Colombia. The last episode, Rainier had sent in a voice clip, and I've actually been on a few group WhatsApp calls with him and some other buddies. And at least in Medellin, things have locked down a lot more, so they are very limited in being able to walk outside or take a taxi or go anywhere. And I have a feeling that this is a trend in every city all around the world. Uh, as of this recording, there's a few places, now it's mid-April, that still aren't really locked down yet completely, like Sweden, who's doing their own social experiments, and a few other places dotted around the world that have either lower populations or are just choosing to do, do, do it differently. But I'm really glad that you were able to transition your job and take your skills as a filmmaker into a online video editor. And this is why we are so fortunate to be digital nomads 
nomads with skills and internet and the ability to work online. It's still crazy how many big businesses are out there that have no idea how to use things like Slack or video conferencing. And this whole remote work transition for them has been really tough. But for us nomads, it seems like it's been pretty easy. We are very, very blessed, I think, compared to a lot of people in the world. When you listen to other podcasts about panic and job loss, so far, out of the seven people who called in last time, and plus you, only one of them has actually lost a job, and she's still okay from savings. Hey, Johnny, it's Jamie here. Um, I'm Australian. However, I work on a uh, yacht, I'm currently based out the front of Panama City. Um, with So we're basically stuck on here uh, with another 19 crew. Um, however, there's 15 others that got sent home. So it's, it's not a small yacht, but it's good. Um, uh, we've got access to a gym and all that stuff. So, you know, um, we're not too sort of, you know, we, we can work out and we can go for a swim and sauna and stuff like that. So it's pretty good, you know, um, to be to be on here for during this tough time. Um, I hear on land they can't go anywhere in Panama unless they're going to get some food. Um, otherwise, they're they're all locked down in, in their houses. Um, the Panama Canal, they've left, they're shut down. Like thousands of workers have gone home. Um, so that's not even really working at the moment, which is pretty heavy, except for major imports. Um, yes, I do have more time. We're only working four days a week now, so I'm able to work on my side hustle, like my podcast and, and also uh, my online biz. So that's awesome. Travel plans. I was meant to be going to Russia and Poland this year in May, but I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, also, July in Australia, I was going to be there for my brother's wedding, but he's changed that. So that's probably not going to happen either. So just sort of a waiting game, really. Definitely grateful for like all the people, friends, family, everyone staying in touch, supporting each other, sort of connecting a bit more with everyone um, with the time that we've got. So grateful for that. Grateful for the Earth because I think it's going to heal to be a better planet once this is all over. Uh, I have a question for you, Johnny. Would you like to be on my podcast? Thanks, mate. Hey, Jamie, living that yacht life. You just gave me a great idea. All I need to do is buy a yacht and make sure the, the crew has been tested of COVID and just go sail and just hang out for a few months while all this goes over. Um, but it's cool that you and all the staff are able to still live on there and be able to use the facilities. It sounds like the yacht owner is not on board and you guys aren't actually actively sailing around. Uh, but I do have friends who also worked on these big yachts and I know there's a lot of maintenance to, to be done kind of during the week, uh, even when the yacht's not sailing. So for those who are wondering why he's still working for his week on it, I'm assuming that's what it is. Uh, but actually, it'd be pretty cool. I have no idea if uh, the owner is there partying with you guys and just hanging out. But either way, it sounds like you have a pretty good setup going on. And I do wish I had access to a gym, but I've been able to figure out ways to work at home or work out at home. And I think it's really cool that you're taking the time to start up your projects and your side hustles. Uh, definitely let me know about your podcasts. And actually, this to everyone out there, if you want to see me on a show on our interview uh just ping me on social media just look for johnny fd and send a link to the show in general especially during this time that i have a lot of free time i'll probably say yes as long as the show is launched and it has at least 10 episodes if it's not launched yet i just have a rule where i don't go on because 90 percent of, of recorded interviews and especially podcasts actually never get launched so for all those listening if you have a project in mind go ahead and just start doing it and once it once the ball starts rolling this is a great time to get on a lot of guests and have a lot of content out there as far as the earth healing I think that's a great idea. It, it's it's crazy. Uh, on the other podcast, Invest Like a Boss, we just had on Joe from Empire Flippers, one of the founders who lives in the Philippines, in Manila, the big capital city. And he was saying that for the first time ever that he's been there in you know 10 years, he sees blue skies, hears you know crickets chirping, and there's no cars. And it's the same here in Sri Lanka. I live right on the main beach road, so there's normally a lot of cars driving by. And it's still a pretty quiet town, but right now there's nobody. I've been sitting on my balcony. You can hear the parrots. Uh, Barking the different birds, maybe even can hear the waves. It's really, really beautiful. I'm very fortunate to have this ocean view, and I think it's amazing that places that are so used to it being polluted all the time finally have a chance to breathe. And hopefully, that'll spark some people, some governments, to put in policies to keep it that way, or at 
at least now that they know what it could look like or what it should look like. Hi, Johnny. I'm Jan. I'm from Belgium, where I'm currently in the lockdown. At this point in time, we can still go to essential stores and walk out freely. So that's good. I'm really happy that I can still bike and do whatever you want. But yeah, all non-essential stores are closed and so are the borders. Unless you have to go for a job across the border, you will not be able to leave this country, which is quite terrifying in the European Union. And Schengen Zone, it's the first time it happens in my lifetime, so it's really scary. I'm still working from home, so that's good. I haven't lost my income at this point, which is uh, really fortunate. I work in the airline industry, so it might be a tricky few months and years ahead. We'll see how that changes. Quarantine situation has also changed my uh, travel plans. I was actually supposed to be in Lithuania at this point in time, but right now, yeah, I'm still in Belgium. And I was supposed to be in Poland in June, so we'll see if that's still happening. But uh, yeah, what I'm grateful for is that I started a month ago with a quarantine plan. To call it like that, I just made a 10 weeks plan for worst case scenario. It will be a 10 week lockdown, even though the government only says three weeks. But now three weeks further, we're already at that point and they're extended it by another four weeks. So I just made a 10 week plan, set new goals for myself and started executing them. So that's what I'm really grateful for. And I was wondering, do you have set separate goals now the government has imposed quarantine? Anyway, let me know. Looking forward to your response. Bye-bye. Jan, Dankjewel, merci for writing in. And it's great to hear people from all these different countries. And it's pretty crazy that this is really the first time that the Schengen Zone, the EU, has closed its borders. And you don't sound like a young guy. And I don't remember needing to travel prior to 1995 and the Schengen visa zone was was first created. And for those who haven't been to Europe uh, or are unfamiliar, basically most of the EU is open borders. Uh, once you once you fly in, you get your passport stamped. But once you're in the Schengen zone, which is most of the EU, you're just free to go around. You can take a train, you can take a bus, you can drive, you can walk, and nobody will ask for your ID, your passport. It's very similar to the US when you go between states. However, I do think that things are going to change. There's going to be a lot of pros and cons on, on both sides. It's definitely going to be less convenient. But I do believe that both in the U.S. and in Europe, we are going to see stricter borders. I, I, I do believe that in the U.S., we're going to start seeing ID checks when flying between states. They've already started imposing some of it with uh, the real ID, which is basically a verified driver license. And within the EU, I also predicted that there's going to be stricter policies. Personally, I also thought it was crazy that once you're part of the EU, that you can just move anywhere because it would just make sense to always move to the place that paid the most or had the best weather. But we shall see what will happen uh, but I do think that a lot of people are going to use this crisis as a launch pad for locking down borders both for its its upsides as well as its many downsides Hi um, my name is Claire and I am British I'm currently in Playa del Carmen in Mexico um, the curfew quarantine situation here it's very relaxed um, there's no curfew as such um, there's a kind of stay at home order but a lot of people aren't staying at home uh, the beaches are closed and from monday you'll be able to you'll be unable to travel into city so you can't travel from like playa del carmen to cancun unless you have a letter kind of proving that you have a genuine reason to do so like you need to get to the airport or you need to get to work um i am continuing to work i'm actually a full-time travel blogger and so my income has pretty much disappeared overnight but i'm continuing to work at the moment on my blog trying to make it better for when people finally do start to travel again but i've also really like thinking very hard about how i pivot right now and what other ways i can um i can kind of focus on right now to make extra income while i'm waiting for people to start traveling again um i was in colombia when this all happened and was seriously considering staying there but with my financial predicament because my most of my income is lost to pay rent in mexico and in colombia just wasn't um just wasn't really an option i'm supposed to be in the u.s right now i'm supposed to be going to a conference my mom was graduating so pretty much everything's been cancelled and i'm planning on staying here in mexico for the foreseeable future i'm really grateful that i live in a big beautiful house in mexico with four other people um and we have a big garden i have a balcony like i'm very grateful for my space and to feel safe in my house right now 
yeah so that's it hope you guys are all well take care hey claire great to hear from you and i'm glad that you're taking this time to kind of figure out ways to monetize a travel business and travel blog even while people aren't traveling i think it sounds crazy for a lot of people but sometimes this could be the break that you really needed because i know with a lot of travel bloggers your income is a hundred percent determined on what's happening right now the latest photo the latest place you're at and it's not very passive and it's definitely not very location independent in a sense where if you stopped working or you couldn't travel that income completely stops and it's a tough situation i'm really glad that you have the shed house that you're living in with friends in Plato karma and you're able to go back but also sucks that there wasn't even the option to say you know i'm just gonna stay here in colombia and i still have money coming in i think this is something that a lot of people are going to start working on during the shutdown especially those who don't have income coming in and ask what are some things that i can add to my business or my site to be able to create that forever income or the passive income and it could be something as simple as turning some of the guides into ebooks and and selling those but everyone's situation is going to be different so i don't know what uh, your solution is going to be but it is good that you're sitting down and going through that and discovering for yourself what can i do where i'm not always chasing the next carrot so thanks claire for writing in if you guys want to check out her blog it's claire's itchy's feet i met her in plato carmen and we went scuba diving together so it's actually really fun in cozumel so thanks for sending in my name is Sasha Savinov. I'm an American from Detroit, Michigan, currently in Medellin, Colombia. And the situation here is nationwide curfew. We're just about at the end of three weeks. It was supposed to end tomorrow, April 13th, but they have extended it an additional two weeks. Um, kind of happened really fast here, and they've made some changes along the way. So at the moment, um, you're allowed to leave the house one at a time, twice a week. It depends on the last number of your ID. So if you're a gringo, it's your passport. And you can only go to the grocery store, pharmacy, bank, whatever essential stuff. Um, If you have a dog, you can leave the house. We don't as nomads. So kind of wishing we had one right now. Um, But the good news is my wife and I are still working quite a bit. We teach English online to students in China. And most of them have been home for a couple months now. They're slowly starting to go back to school. But um, since they've been home, we've actually been working more than usual. I'm also a freelance writer, mostly travel blogs. And that income has gone down a bit uh, as traffic has plummeted including to our own blog. So we expect to make less from affiliates and uh, ads this month. Um, But I'm still doing some freelance writing and uh, grateful for that, of course. My wife also launched a course about teaching English online, which is a great opportunity for people right now because it's a good work from home job. So she's had some success with that. And right now we're really grateful for all the free streams that a lot of our favorite bands and musicians are giving up. It's uh, helped us get through this quarantine and uh, just kind of keep our sanity. Also, great grateful that I bought a little uh, guitar and a yoga mat right before it started. Um, And yeah, that's it. We're hanging in there and we hope everybody else is doing all right. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay home. Hey, Sasha, thanks so much for sending in that voice clip as well. It's awesome hearing that you found a solution to the dried up travel blog income, which is literally right after we listened to Claire's message. And it could be something as simple as teaching online when we can't do our other job. And we're so fortunate that even though this is a worldwide pandemic, some countries are going to open up sooner than than others and there's gonna be markets especially online especially with things like teaching when people are stuck at home for anyone who's in a situation where your income or your job has really dried up and you think i am totally screwed i guarantee there's always some type of option that we haven't thought about and we're so fortunate with podcasts like this that we can hear what's working for other people and we can start having ideas and solutions my friend marie phil is a photographer but now she's living on an apaca farm and driving grubhub and actually making pretty good money because a lot of people are getting food delivery. So there are temporary solutions no matter where we are in the world and what our jobs or professions are. And I really hope that all of us get through it and maybe even develop a new stream of income or different skills along the way. Hey, Johnny FD. This is Curtis Fields. Uh, I'm here in the U.S. and Arizona, um, Phoenix to be exact. But uh, the curfew quarantine situation here is uh, the governor issued a stay-at-home order. So uh, we're just hanging out at the house. Um, I'm stuck here for three weeks. I do work a full-time job. But I'm currently uh, just uh, working on my store, um, getting products uploaded more and uh uh, you know, products and more suppliers and things of that sort. So I've had my store open for about six weeks now. Um, because of your recommendation, I did sign up for uh, Anton's course at Dropship Lifestyle. Um, you've also helped me along as far as optimi- optimizing my store. So I'm very grateful for that. My travel plans have changed. I was supposed to go to Barcelona and Greece this summer, but both flights have been canceled. Um, 
I'm running through this list here real fast, as fast as I can go. Uh, I'm grateful for just more time with my family, my daughter, my girlfriend, uh, my friends. Um, my store has been very successful these last uh, six weeks. So once again, big thank you to uh, you, Johnny, and Anton as well. Um, hopefully in the next year or two, I can uh, uh, work less and just uh, travel more and spend more time with my family. So um, uh, as far as any questions for you or the audience, um, I hope everybody's staying safe and doing well. Um, the question I have for you, Johnny, is uh, what have what are the top three countries that you've been to that you absolutely love? I know Thailand, I'm sure, is probably up there. Chiang Mai, I would like to go one day. Um, haven't been, but definitely would like to check it out. Um, but, yeah, what are your top three places you've been to, whether it's city or country? Um, and once again, shout out to everybody, all the digital nomads out there in quarantine. Hope you guys are staying safe and being well. This is Curtis Fields. I'm out. Hey, Curtis, thanks for sending in that message. It's super cool to hear that you've not only have had continued success with your dropshipping store and still making sales online, even though everything's shut down, but also you've found the time to really upload more products and grow that store. So you might actually become more financially free after this lockdown, which is kind of crazy. And it kind of just goes to show that even though there are so many businesses that are failing right now, there are so many that are going to succeed and more more people buying things online. So that's why I've been such a big advocate of online business for so many years and location independence and not trading time for money in a sense where we're trading out hours where we have to physically be somewhere. I built my dropshipping stores when I was in Thailand and because of the time zone, all the sales would have to come overnight. So it was kind of semi-passive, but definitely location independent. And I think this is a really good time for anyone who's wanted to start a dropshipping store to go through Anton's course. It's antonmethod.com. It's what I used to start my store to learn everything I know about dropshipping and the course I recommend to people like Curtis and to so many people now who have built businesses for, for themselves. And what's really cool is Shopify, the platform that all of us use and Anton recommends, is now doing a 90-day free trial because of this COVID crisis. Normally, it's 14 days and now you get three months for free to start your store. So it's really, really a great time to go through the courses, to learn a little bit about how to how to build it, to pick your niche. There's going to be some suppliers who are going to be still in business, still working from home, and everything's going to be fine. There's going to be some that are temporarily going to be out of stock, or maybe they're just not in the mood to take on new suppliers right now. Who knows? But it's all. I honestly think it's a good time to start because you can really take your time to build the store, to upload the products, to figure out the back end, to pick the niche, and not have to rush. And at the end of the day, the best time to plant a tree was... 30 years ago, but the second best time is, is today. So check it out, antonmethod.com for the course and shopify.com slash johnnyfd for the Shopify trial. As far as uh, the fun part, the, the travel part, Thailand's been the only country I've been back to every year for the last 10 years. I, I love it so much. And every time I think, oh, you know what? I don't need to go back this year. I've been back so much. It just draws me back. And every time I land, I just love it. it it's It really is the best place in the world. I mean, food, culture, people, topography, weather. It's a place I will continue to go back, probably every year for the rest of my life so top of my list um, and the other two are really hard to choose because there's so many great places that I like in the world that I, I do go to I like Sri Lanka for its surfing I really like a, a bunch of countries in Eastern Europe for culture that's why I keep going back to Ukraine you know cost of living culture having it be kind of unexplored but I would say as far as places I, I would recommend and say everybody needs to go visit because it's beautiful it's amazing in Europe it would be Portugal uh, all, all around it's great it's cheap good you know good beautiful weather, beaches, castles, everything. It's, it's basically the cheaper, better Barcelona, in my opinion. And Prague, it's also gorgeous. It's it's such a beautiful place. Czech Republic, best beer in the world, incredible castles. I would say those are my three favorites off the top of my head. Testing, one, two. <laughs> hey, Johnny, it's Kristen from Badass Digital Nomads and Digital Nomad News. Hey to all the travel like boss people, what's up? So my name is Kristen Wilson. My nationality is the U.S. and I am currently quarantined in Miami, Florida. We can leave the house here, although they're recommending that everybody wear a mask, which I have been doing. I've only gone in public places three times since March 
11th, I believe, and those have just been the grocery store, basically. I am going outside every day to exercise, which is allowed, and I have been stand-up paddleboarding in my backyard and the canals, which we are allowed to do, although I heard it's different in California and other places. I have been able to continue working because I have been working remotely for about 10 years now. However, I completely lost my main source of income, which is running a international relocation company. So my company, Poker Refugees and Orbis Relocation, is completely on hold, and that was about 75% of my income. So I'm not freaking out because I have a lot of other income streams. I just haven't been paying attention to them as much as my primary relocation clients. So I'm seeing all of this positively Although I am in a really good situation where I don't have kids and I don't have a lot of people depending on me. But I have been focusing more on my writing and creating digital products and helping my audience make money online too. So I've been focusing on content creation. I've created some master classes and live streams just to help people out and give people the confidence that they can make money online too. I really think that right now is a great opportunity for people to see things from a positive perspective and make a shift in their lives. So props to everyone who's doing that and if you are not feeling it yet just um, keep going because we're all in this together. My travel plans have been completely canceled for the year which I'm finding okay because I am finding that I am getting a lot of rest and travel is just exhausting and I actually lost five pounds this year since I stopped traveling so that's good but I did cancel trips to Europe this summer and everything is postponed or canceled basically. I'm extremely grateful right now for being healthy, for all of my friends and family being healthy, and for being in a place close to my hometown in Florida. Although I feel like I would be okay wherever I am in the world because I feel like I'm a citizen of the world anyway. But I'm just really grateful that the world has an opportunity to go through this type of experience together because it's the first time in my lifetime that I've seen people really connect in this way and everybody go through this kind of collective experience. So I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for all of my friends and family and all of my remote friends all around the world and I'm grateful that we have technology and communication and we're all able to stay in touch, empower each other, and help each other get through this. Hey, Kristen. Thanks so much for sending that message in. I've actually been w- watching Kristen's uh, videos on Instagram and being jealous that she is living in Miami with access to water to go stand up paddleboarding every day. And it looks like a ton of fun, good exercise, good way to get some sun as well. And what's funny is Anton actually uses stand up paddleboards as his example of how to build a niche dropshipping store, something that is a product you can't easily buy on Amazon, that you can't really buy locally at Target or Walmart or they don't have a big selection at least and something that is pretty expensive so it's not you're not dealing with a bunch of cheap products and it's something that is already locally made or sourced in the US so it doesn't need to be shipped from China so it's funny seeing how many people including Kristen who have ordered stand-up paddle boards in the last couple of weeks uh, during this crisis uh, but online in general on how it's becoming a, a bigger trend so who knows maybe you actually ordered it from one of Anton's stores Hey, my name's Ryan. Uh, I am Canadian and I'm currently living in Sao Paulo, uh, Brazil. Uh, to give you a quick idea of the cur- current quarantine situation, uh, the Brazilian prime minister doesn't, uh, there's been a lot of news coming out where he isn't really taking the quarantine very seriously and he's telling people to open up shops and to go outside and such. But the uh, local governmental bodies are uh, encouraging people to stay inside and almost as an act of protest because the president isn't very unpop, isn't very popular, people are staying inside. And- and, uh, things are pretty shut down, but it's completely voluntary. Um, I I personally uh, have a private office that I like to go to, uh, so I you can leave your house if you want to. There's still some restaurants open, uh, so my daily life hasn't been affected that much by the quarantine situation. Um, business wise, 
Uh, I run a email marketing agency for e-commerce stores called Email All Stars, and uh, sales have been hit a little bit by the uh, situation. Uh, people in a couple of my clients in a few niches, like uh, mostly ones around clothing and fashion, have been hit very hard by this. But people in uh, health-related industries, work from home, or even uh, one biking company, have actually had their sales increase a lot. So overall, I would say I lost around maybe 20% of my sales, but uh, it hasn't hit my business that hard. Uh, as for travel plans, I haven't really, I didn't really plan to leave Sao Paulo, so I'm not feeling too bad about the quarantine situation. Um, and what I'm grateful for, uh, I'm actually grateful that in this quarantine, I got stuck in a, I'm actually in a beautiful villa here in Sao Paulo with four of my really good friends. We have a pool table, we have a pool, a jacuzzi, so I'm very happy to, uh, of all the Airbnbs to be stuck in, to be in this place. Uh, and any questions for you in the audience? One thing that I'm really curious about is a lot of nomads seem to be afraid of country situations devolving into chaos and looting and rioting. And that's why a lot of my friends actually left Sao Paulo because they thought it was going to get bad. I, in my opinion, I think that when governments uh, don't force people to stay at home and allow people to go outside, it will lead to more deaths uh, due to the virus. But uh, I think it will lead to less instability of the country because people uh, don't feel like they're, they can't work. They, uh, they aren't trapped in their situations. And I think it's less bad. So that's uh, my opinion. I'd be curious to hear other people's thoughts on whether the government should be stepping in and forcing people to stay home with curfews and military force, etc., or if they should uh, let the quarantine be encouraged, but voluntary. Uh, in my opinion, I think voluntary is better, but I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Hey, Ryan, thanks for sending in your thoughts. It's cool that you are in Brazil, and it sounds like you're in a great situation. I kind of wish I was in a villa with a bunch of close friends with a pool table <laughs> and a swimming pool. And it is funny what you mentioned about so many people being afraid of being in places like Sao Paulo or other big cities where they're worried about it collapsing into looting and riots. I know in California, they brought in the National Guard even a few weeks ago now just to be prepared in case people start looting and rioting. And so far, it hasn't happened yet. Everybody seems pretty civil, but I definitely see that as a possibility. And as of mid-April now, April 13th, I'm starting to see posts from friends on Facebook that are normally just very normal, you know, people that aren't that outspoken, saying things like, what happened to survival of the fittest? Why not just let people out that want to go out? And if, if people have low immune systems or they're not meant, you know, <laughs> they're not meant to survive this, they can just stay home. And if they die, they die. Why ruin our economy? Why force a depression in the US? The death rates aren't even that bad. You guys have screwed up the you know the world economy by forcing this. Let everyone out. Let's end this quarantine now. And it's actually very, it was actually very shocking for me to see that, to be honest, because I thought everybody was on the same boat saying, oh, you know, this makes logical sense. You know, maybe it didn't get that bad because people were at home and people weren't spreading it. Or maybe, yeah, maybe we did over-prepare and were overly cautious. Here in Sri Lanka, they probably are overly cautious. There's only around 200 cases and a few deaths, but they've locked down the whole country now for 25 days. And it's going to continue for, you know, at least a few more weeks. And was it really worth destroying their tourism economy and their actual normal economy for being in a case where there's so few infections anyways? I don't know the answer to that. I think that if I was in a worse situation where I had lost my job and I had no income, I would probably be angry. You know, if I was a restaurant owner or a small business owner that didn't qualify for some of these loans, or even if I was a landlord and my tenants refused to pay rent uh, or they couldn't pay rent because they lost their jobs, yet I'm still on the hook for all these expenses and they're basically living there for free and even if I got a, a mortgage uh, extension I would still owe that money which I would owe it later while people got to live for free for two months maybe I would be angry it, it's hard for me to put myself in that situation and that's why I like hearing from all of you to see what's going on and how everyone feels about the situation I actually don't think it's hit rock bottom yet I think either one of two things is going to happen one is the death rate is going to go much much higher and people are going to freak out about that but also be thank you know really thankful that we are quarantined at home or the death rate's not going to get very high they're going to find solutions and then people are going to get angry about other things people are going to get angry about you know you know needing to take a vaccine even though a few weeks ago everybody was so excited you know for there to be one or people are going to get angry that not enough people died for us to shut down this economy i think either way it's going to be a tricky situation but personally i'm very fortunate that most of us listening to this this podcast or that have called in at least are in relative 
relatively comfortable places where we can afford rent for a few months. Some of us can afford to stay in a nicer Airbnb at the time or a nicer hotel and just be comfortable, have internet, not have to stress as much. And I do feel bad for the people who are in bad situations that don't have that. And for a lot of people, really, it, was, you know, it wasn't their fault. There was nothing they could have done. Yet there's also a big portion of people who spent the last five years just mucking about, you know, always buying the latest smartphone, always having the wine and going out, spending money on overpriced cocktails, buying clothes and fashion and not saving any money, you know, and also not building their business. And I think those people are going to get a big reality check and get hit really hard thinking those good times for the last five or even 10 years, people chose to spend money instead of save money or people chose to stay in a comfortable job that maybe didn't make very much money, but they were comfortable and content having the security or the safety of a either nine to five job or a, even a business that just got them by and didn't take the risks or the sacrifices to either diversify or become self-sufficient or to have savings or investments. This is a tricky subject because this is not the time to, to blame people for past actions because there's nothing they can do about it now anyways. And we also don't know what their situations were. Maybe they had you know unique circumstances that were out, really were out of their control. But at the same time, it is a good time for people to reflect and really ask themselves, did I really have it hard or was I taking it easy? And I think only each individual will really know the, the true answer to that. So I'm not going to judge them, but it is a time where people can reflect and judge themselves and also plan for their future to make sure this doesn't happen again, or at least they would personally be in a better situation if it did happen again. Hello, my name is Tal. I'm from Toronto, Canada, and I'm currently in Kopangan, Thailand, which is a small island here in Thailand. Uh, the curfew situation isn't too bad here, so we have no confirmed cases. So we can leave our house, we can go to the beach, uh, we could do pretty much anything. However, a lot of restaurants are closed now or are only doing takeout only. And of course, there's no yoga classes or anything really out other than 7-Elevens and uh, restaurants that's open. Um, and of course, you know, the pharmacies and all that kind of stuff. Uh, in terms of whether I'm working or not, so I work online like a lot of us. So thankfully, uh, the quarantines and the coronavirus is not affecting my work so far. So everything is just like normal. But outside of my working hours, I have a lot more time now because there isn't as much social events. So I find myself creating a lot more uh, tools and content and kind of, you know, fueling my inspiration to take me to the next level. Uh, instead of going out and partying and doing stuff that I usually would. Um, my travels have definitely changed. I'm supposed to be in Serbia right now, which is at a 24-7 lockdown now. Actually, 24-3, so three-day lockdown. Um, and same as Sri Lanka as well, actually. Uh, and yeah, I flew back to Asia unexpectedly. I was supposed to be in Europe right now. And actually, I had a flight to Italy, but I canceled that right as the coronavirus started hitting there. So yeah, I'm grateful to be on this island, to be able to go to the beach, enjoy the sunset, and, you know, be outside my house. Um, I'm also grateful that there's no COVID-19 cases here. My question to you is, if you can be anywhere in the world right now, where would you be and why? All right. Thanks, Johnny. Bye. If you guys recognize that voice, that's Tao from two episodes ago. The last episode I did about working online and travel, and we did it here in Sri Lanka together in my building where I'm sitting right now. And that was beginning of March before things got too crazy. They were just starting to get crazy. We weren't really sure what was going to happen in the world. And I had decided I'm going to stay put. That's the prudent thing to do. Tao decided, you know what? Let me throw a caution in the wind. This is my chance to escape, not, you know, not get potentially locked down here in Sri Lanka for next two, three months. Let me try to fly somewhere and see if it's going to be a better place. And I'm a bit envious and a bit annoyed that Tao is now on an island in Copenhagen and has the freedom to be able to walk around because I would like to be there right now too. I would like to be able to go to first swim every day and to be able to go out to restaurants and hang out. And it's a tough situation because on one hand, I know that by staying here and not traveling, it was the prudent thing to do kind of for everyone. And I think if everyone just stuck where they are, maybe they wouldn't be in the best situation personally, but I think if the whole world just sta stayed where they are, the spread would have actually slowed down a bit. There would have been as much stress at the airports, uh, the risk of bringing things around. Because at the end of the day, even though I'm very happy that there's no cases in Copenhagen, there could have been cases brought there by travelers like Tao. And, you know, not to pin them on the spot, uh, but just use it as an example, it's it, the risk of spreading COVID was so much higher by people flying around during that time. And I didn't want to contribute to that, even though I knew personally 
personally, I would probably be okay because I'm pretty young, I'm pretty healthy. I also knew that most, you know, uh, carriers are asymptomatic, so they're not, sh- you know, they're not coughing, they're not showing any symptoms, and it was a hard situation. On one hand, personally, I kind of wish I would have just <laughs> done the same. I would have said, "Hey, let's, I'm gonna, co- I'm gonna come with you. Let's go somewhere else. That's not under quarantine. Let's go have fun." And on the other hand, at least right now, I'm happy that I had stayed, and I just said, "You know what? Let me not put my body or my mind through the stress of canceled flights." You know, running around airports, not not being sure uh, what's going to happen. And I've had so many friends now who have gone on planes in the last couple of weeks that have all had a stressful time with you know flights needing to be canceled or rerouted, crazy airport sh- uh, screenings. And at the end of the day, are we escaping to somewhere that is just earlier on in the crisis, where right now it may not be strict yet, but maybe in a few weeks they will get locked down, and then you end up getting stuck there. So this is a hard situation. I I, I don't know, and I don't blame Tao for going. To be honest, I kind of wish I would have done the same. And to answer his question, <laughs> I would rather be in Copenhagen right now, where I'd rather be anywhere where I had the freedom to walk around and go outside. And being on a small, you know, tropical island with good weather and restaurants being open still sounds great, to be honest. And I'm very fortunate that I at least have the view of looking at it. While I know a lot of people are stuck in a small apartment indoors without good weather, without a view, without, you know, being able to hear the birds. So I'm still very fortunate where I am. And I don't think there's anywhere I would rather be than right here right now personally at this moment i would rather be in a different time maybe in the past or in the future when there isn't this crisis but i don't know if there's actually a place that i'd rather be right now because i'm pretty comfortable right where i am and i'm really using this time to force myself to have a nice break and not stress out uh trying to find the better place i do hope that in the next few weeks things either lighten up here or get better here or maybe some travel restrictions are lifted in other countries where i can go there but even then i don't see that happening anytime soon where magically in a week or two people are going to open borders and just invite everyone in because that just seems like the cause to spread the the virus to somewhere that, that didn't have it yet. Hi there, my name is Tanya and I'm from Germany originally, normally living in Spain the last years in Andalusia, but moved to Sri Lanka in the end of February. We're staying in the north, very remote, and the situation of the curfew is very intense now it's the 25th day we cannot go out um, and food delivery is very limited too so for us Europeans that's uh, quite a challenge normally um, I have a water sports center in Spain but there as the situation is way worse everything is closed and also the future very uncertain So I just uh, moved my business online, uh, a new business, which is in the health and wellness sector, and I'm giving private coachings. So this is just kicking off, as luckily I have quite some time uh, to develop that. Our plans um, have changed, let's say, in the terms that we are waiting until the situation gets better, and then we make new plans. For now, going back to Spain, is not really a choice. I'm grateful that no family members are seriously ill and that we have a roof on our head and food to survive. So yeah, that's our situation in the north of Sri Lanka, kitesurfing paradise, but now no people on the water so we hope that everything gets back to normal as fast as possible bye Dankeschön, Tanya, for the message. Uh, I actually just met her today through our WhatsApp group uh, here in Sri Lanka for expats and you know just tourists who are trapped. Basically, it was the only way to get English language information about what was happening here in Sri Lanka. Uh, all the news is on TV in Singhalese, and sometimes like we would have be completely in the dark, not knowing what's going on, uh, when the lockdown is, when it's going to be released again. And I was very fortunate that there was a few 
Facebook groups, and then I got added to a WhatsApp group. And this morning, I put a call out in there saying, "Is anybody、uh, in another part of Sri Lanka,、uh, in the north, or in Colombo, where they have the 24-hour, seven-day-a-week lockdown? I would love to have you on the show and hear your perspective." Because even though it sucks where I am, where we're only let out on average every three or four days, and actually this week we're indoors for entire seven days straight.、Uh, I'm not even really sure why. There's very little communication about it. I think it's because there's the Singhalese、uh, holiday or the, the Sri Lankan holiday, the New Year's, and they're afraid that if they let people out, they're going to go see f- family and friends, and it's going to transmit the virus more. But then again, this is all spec- speculation because we have no actual idea. And it's been very nice being in that chat group.、Um, so I put a call out there to kind of hear from someone else. And Tanya, she just sent in、uh, this voice clip, and it really puts in perspective for me because I'm in the south, and we're still allowed out a little bit. So I think this is something for us to remember: is regardless of where you are right now and how bad your situation is, there's probably a lot of people out there who have a worse situation. So we can either look at it one or two ways: we can either be grateful for the things that we do have, or we can look for all the things that are bad or negative or that we wish we had. Because the fact is, if you listen to this, you probably have internet, you probably have a smartphone or a laptop, and imagine going through this without any of that. Imagine going through this trap somewhere and actually be worried about you know food and not just if we can get the food that we want. You know, maybe the store's out of pasta or the store's out of bread, but there's probably something to eat. And I just imagine myself in other situations where my my biggest problem isn't that they ran out of avocados because I I really like avocados, and it's that they ran out of everything or there's just no access to anything at all. So I'm very grateful for for that, and、uh, I'm grateful for all of you sending in your messages and being able to have this conversation with everyone, even though I am sitting completely alone here in the South of Sri Lanka, being able to connect with not only Tanya in the North but also all of you listening from around the world. Hey, Johnny, this is Mark from the U.S. I am currently in Lucca, Italy, and here we've been on lockdown for I don't know how long, well over a month, and we've just been extended to May third. If things keep getting extended and they keep getting、uh, stricter, but basically、uh, we're to stay at home, and we can go out for groceries. Or the pharmacy. That's about it. If you have a pet, you can take your dog out for a walk, but you have to stay within 200 meters of your home. Police are out, and they'll send you home if you're otherwise.、Um, people are really good when you are out, grocery shopping, and respect each other's space and all that.、Um, they only let a few people in the grocery store at a time. That kind of stuff. So it's been. That's been our life for quite some time now.、Uh, let's see what's next. Working, yeah.、Uh, I'm here. This has been my home base for a little bit. I've got an office that's excellent. I look outside onto my terrace, and、uh, I've been really able to focus on my work. Although my business has been、uh, cut back quite a bit. And actually blocked from doing some stuff. I'm just moving on to other、um, possibilities. And actually, when all is done, I might even have an extra income stream out of this. How have my travels changed? Well, for one, I'm supposed to be in Japan right now, but、uh, this has also given me some time to sit and reflect. Uh, which has been great, and I've been home based here in Italy for some time for a couple reasons. But I just figured out it, it's not what I want, and it's not for me. So probably start of the next year, I'm going to hit the road again and go back to being homeless and just traveling. And looking forward to that. Grateful,、uh, absolutely grateful for my terrace. Uh, that's been my to go out, be able to go outside and sit has been really peaceful and serene. And of course, I'm grateful that my family's all in a safe place. So all is good. Very grateful. Any questions for you or the audience? So I actually have a question for the audience. You know,、um, I have a lot of people that I know that 
are getting all upset over the circumstances. Uh, and again, you can always look at things two ways, positive or the negative. And once you're all set up and you're safe in your home and do what you can do, uh, look at it this way. You've just been given the gift of time. Yeah, a whole bunch of your daily distractions have been removed. So what are you going to do with that gift of time? All right, everybody stay safe, take care. I'll catch you at the other side of this. Well, Mark, grazie for sending that message in. It's nice to hear from someone in Italy where it's completely locked down now for such a long time compared to all of our lives. And it sucks to hear that they extended it even longer. I do think that it's getting extended everywhere. I think in the U.S., in Sri Lanka, in every country that we've had on this episode so far, but just kind of everywhere we see, it's... It's being extended. It's a trend. It's not dying off as, as quickly as everyone would hope and like it to. And I think sometimes it's nice for us to just accept it because <laughs> it will pass eventually. But I think the the more that we get upset that it, that it hasn't or that we ha put false hope that we're going to be able to travel sooner than we think, I think that's just setting ourselves up for, for disappointment and to feel even more kind of locked in. And I'm very curious how we're going to react at the end of all this because even for me, I've, I've developed a bit of Stockholm Syndrome where I remember the last time they let us out just for a half a day to go to the grocery store you know, I can go to the beach because I'm right by it I almost didn't want to leave I was thinking you know I'm pretty comfortable here I have enough food for the next to the next uh, curfew day release why should I even go out and I'm really fortunate that I forced myself to do it because as soon as I was walking on the beach and I put my, my toes in the, in the water again and my first surf I realized oh my god <laughs> this is what I missed and this is what I needed but I did get so comfortable and used to just the routine that, that I developed being at home so with that I think Mark really ended this episode well I want everyone to think what are you guys going to do with your time your time at home we all think what we're going to do in the next time we're out or our future travel plans or places we want to go or things we wish we had but that'll come and we'll enjoy it when it does but for now what are you guys going to do with your free time now that we have an abundance of it So to, to wrap up this episode, it was really great hearing from everyone. Uh, we had on 10 different people this week, which is really cool. Uh, the, the last episode, we had seven, and we really had a nice variety of, of guests uh, writing in. I don't know if there's going to be a part three to this. I hope not, because I do hope that in the next week or two, things lighten up and we kind of get back to normal. But if you want a chance to be on the next episode, subscribe to the email list at johnnyfd.com or at travellikeabosspodcast.com. That's where I send out these requests as well as other updates. I've been sending out emails pretty much every day with different things that are going on, whether it's online meetups or requests for voice recordings or just thoughts and things to kind of help get everyone through this hard time. So we're Wherever you guys are in the world, I hope everyone's safe, happy, healthy. I hope this world ends up better uh, after this pandemic than it started. Because um, I do think that a lot of innovations, a lot of good things will potentially come out of this. Whether it's more innovations, more care for the environment, especially in places that are seeing blue skies and clear clear weather for the first time ever. Maybe the citizens might get used to that, demand that going forth. Hopefully China really takes a stand and bans the sale or eating of exotic animals. Or at least, you know, educate the, the people to say, hey, there, there's no health benefits of eating, you know, bats or snakes or Patagonians, the, these you know, endangered species that sure, you know, 100 years ago, 200 years ago, might have been thought as something very powerful to eat because they were rare and hard to get. But now with modern food, modern medicine it's not necessary and it's never been scientifically proven to have any health benefits if anything it's doing the exact opposite so i do i do really 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 hope that this second pandemic forces countries to step up their hygiene step up their environmental policies and that this world will somehow become a better place after this pandemic you know already a lot of companies are having more people work from home so remote work is having a huge benefit from this boom and the whole world gets you know a few weeks or a few months to really stay home 
come and reflect on what's important in their lives. Start thinking about savings. Start thinking about what it's like to not have constant entertainment or constantly be out partying. A lot of people have been learning how to cook at home or bake bread or plant vegetables in their garden to work out at home. So there's a lot of good things that have come out of this already, and I do look forward to see what else comes out of this crisis. I'm glad to have all of you to talk to, to listen to. I would love to hear from everyone. So please leave a comment on the episode on Facebook. Just look for Travel Like a Boss podcast or on John, or Johnny FD. Share it there. And if you like this episode, tell a friend. Please screenshot it, share it in your Facebook group, share it in your WhatsApp group, wherever you hang out online. Go to the iTunes store, give it a five star rating and a, and a review. That helps bump it up. So when people search for podcasts, that they might get it recommended to them. And thank big thanks to all of you who wrote in or sent in voicemails this time. I'd love to hear from all of you. So make sure you're subscribed to the email list. So if we do this again, you have a shot to be on. And uh, that's it. I love you all. And I hope everyone is safe, happy, healthy. And I will hopefully see you guys in a few weeks, maybe somewhere in the world or maybe still here where we are. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Travel Like a Boss podcast. If you want to hear more, including the bonus, how to choose the perfect niche episode, join our mailing list at travellikeabosspodcast.com. See you next week. And remember, if you want to travel like a boss, you need to be your own boss. So start your online business today and start living the lifestyle you've always dreamed of.